the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You only had faith the size of a mustard seed. Heard that before? Jesus seemed to talk a lot about that tiny little seed, the mustard seed. In the Gospel according to Luke, we hear that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we will be able to command a mulberry bush to be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey us. We're told in Matthew's Gospel that if we have faith the size of a mustard seed, we could say to a mountain, move from here to there, and it'll move. So now we hear in Mark that the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. So what's going on with Jesus? And all this talk about this tiny little insignificant seed. Why is it so prominent in Jesus' teachings about faith in the kingdom of God? Most importantly, what can that tiny little black seed that probably won't even grow in Decatur teach us about our own relationship with God? Well, the parables that Jesus uses in this morning's gospel reading are not exactly cut and dry, are they? I mean, on the surface, Jesus says that the kingdom of God is basically like watching grass grow. The farmer in his parable doesn't do anything. He just sleeps, and nature pretty much takes care of itself. His crops just grow, because that's what crops do. That doesn't sound very exciting, does it? And then comes this mustard seed. We all know how small those are. And it's pretty amazing to hear Jesus tell that even something as small as that can grow to become the greatest of all shrubs and put forth its large branches so that the birds of the air can make nests in its shade. Really, Jesus? With that description, our story just got a whole lot more interesting. And we've definitely entered into a parable. Because from what Jesus says, we might imagine the mighty mustard tree looking something like a live oak. Or maybe an olive tree, something tall and grand with its large branches providing shade to all. But I hate to break it to you. Have you ever actually seen a mustard tree? Now, there are some trees today that are called mustard trees in the Middle East, but none of them actually produce a mustard seed. Somewhere in the recent history, we've named them the mustard tree to probably prove this parable scientifically somehow. But the mighty mustard tree, which Jesus speaks of, not only in Mark's gospel, but in Matthew and Luke's as well, is pretty much as far from that noble cedar we hear about in Ezekiel as possible. In reality, the most probable plant that Jesus was talking about is called the black mustard. And it's an invasive and a difficult-to-control weed. So Jesus is telling us that the kingdom of God is like a weed? Well, there might actually be something to that. We focus for a moment this morning on just St. John's Church. One of the most tangible and visible aspects of the kingdom of God that we see are 
are outreach ministries. These are the channels that we use to transfer some of the blessings that we have received from God to others who, for whatever reason, find themselves living day to day, not knowing where their next meal will come from or they'll be able to pay their electricity or their medical bills. And if we look as a whole on the various outreach ministries of St. John's, we actually have some pretty ambitious goals. We provide hundreds of families with rice, beans, fresh produce, and even laundry detergent every month. We provide rent-free space to the community free clinic right next door so that hundreds of people can have access to life-giving medicine. Through our bake sale, we provide valuable financial support to Banks Cadell Elementary so that every single one of those fifth graders are able to experience real and valuable time in God's creation at Camp McDowell. I hope you all really do understand the impact that you have on this community. But the really interesting thing to me is how it all really works. Because you see, to feed those hundreds of families every month, it really only takes a handful of volunteers a couple of hours to pack up some bags of food and to hand them out. To raise those desperately needed funds to support the school next door only takes a couple of hours cooking a casserole or a cake. Well, lots of cakes. But individually, it's not really that much, is it? At least it may not seem like much to us. But I'll tell you, if you've ever seen the smile and look of gratitude on someone's face when they're handed a bag of food for free, and they know that at least for tonight, their children will not go to bed hungry, then you know that these simple acts of charity are actually life-giving, and in many instances, life-changing gifts. If you've seen the look of, faith, of thankfulness on a patient's face as they leave the free clinic after meeting with a real doctor regarding their very real medical issues, then you know that the partnership we share is worth so much more than just free rental space. And if you've read the cards and the notes of thanks from the fifth graders across the street, you know that our obligation to be good stewards of God's creation goes way beyond this corner lot between Gordon and Jackson. And maybe the most encouraging part for all of us here this morning is that in all actuality, even though those little slices of God's kingdom that we share with our neighbors can quite literally change someone's life, none of the things that we do are actually really very hard or difficult or certainly not dangerous. But like that farmer in Jesus' parable, none of us have really done anything spectacular or remarkable on our own. But like that farmer's crops, the kingdom of God continues to grow and blossom and flourish simply because that's what the kingdom of God does. And like those crops, our experience with God's kingdom will be rich and bountiful, not because of anything we have done, 
but because we took the time to stop and recognize that the kingdom of God is already alive and at work all around us. And here's the best part. Remember that little mustard seed? Once that recognition of God's kingdom has happened, that tiny little seed starts to grow. And it grows. And it grows just like that mustard weed. And in fact, we can't even stop it from growing. Sure, we can try to cut it back and keep it contained. But like any good weed, it'll grow back bigger and fuller. It might have started out looking like a scraggly and insignificant little bush, but before we know it, our experience and relationship with God has blossomed and flourished so much that it begins to shape and define our lives. That's the power of God's love for us. And that is the relationship we are called to be in with God and with God's people. As children of God, we all have that small seed of faith within us. So the question this morning is, will we continue to try to stop it from growing so we can reap and harvest our own desires and goals? Or will we allow the kingdom of God to flourish in our lives and in the lives of others so that we too may find shade and rest under those scraggly, and magnificent branches.